Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just gonna have to be more disciplined. He's gonna have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day. You're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so the Milwaukee Bucks do their thing and blow out the Detroit Pistons again. 119-103. to The final numbers for your Milwaukee Bucks over the Detroit Pistons. And yes, Giannis was still playing late in this basketball game after getting pulled out at the nine-minute mark. And yes, I am going to still complain about it. I, I was driving in. I'm listening to Ted Davis like I always do. Love me some Ted Davis. And... Ted Davis says at about nine minute mark or so that they're pulling him and Giannis wasn't very happy about it. And I'm driving my car and I'm like, who cares? Like, I don't care if he's not happy about it. Go sit down. You're not getting hurt in this game. It's over. Go sit down. Sure enough, out he comes again. I I, I don't, I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do, right? You're going to play Giannis and Giannis wants to get into a rhythm or whatever Giannis's reason was or Boonholzer's reason was for coming back out. We're sitting here. I talked to Jeff Orlovsky, who's in here with me tonight, along with the uh, our guy, uh, Evan, other side of the glass, chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club. And I go to Jeff, I go, if he gets hurt in the last three, four minutes of this game, we're going to be on until three in the morning talking about this because I'm going to lose my mind. And you don't even have to worry about having a post-game show for the second round because nobody's going to care about the second round. It's doesn't. I don't understand, man. It's like, is it a contractual thing where he must play so much, so many minutes in a basketball game or... I don't – I mean, thank God he didn't get hurt, and thank God they got through it. Did he play a great game? Not necessarily. By Giannis standards, no, that wasn't a great basketball game. But they still won. They still won. And that is saying a lot. It really is. Because you were able to use Middleton, who got you 20, 50% shooting, 7-14. You are able to use Bledsoe. Ah, hell with it. Let's just go inside the box score, and then I'll tell you what all the numbers were, and that way instead of me – Trying to sit here and summarize for you. I'll just I'll read you the box score right off the bat. If you want to jump aboard, want to hear from you as well. Bucks get the win over the Detroit Pistons. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1057FM the fan. Hit it. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. 
abcaudiovideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show, presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, all right. So inside the box we go, Giannis. Like I said, decent night by anybody else's standards. By his standards, probably not. Twenty-eight minutes, five of thirteen from the floor, zero of three from three. Four of six from the free throw line, 14 points, 10 boards, three assists, a steal, four turnovers. It's fine. No harm, no foul. It really, is, it really isn't a big deal. Middleton, 30 minutes, 7 of 14 from the floor, seven, 3 of 6 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line, 20 points, 9 boards, 4 assists, a steal, 3 turnovers. Brooke Lopez was the man. 34 minutes, 8 of 13 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3 for Splash Mountain, 19 points, 7 boards, 2 assists, 5 block shots, and 1 turnover in 34 minutes. Eric Bledsoe, 30 minutes, 8 of 19 from the floor, 0 of 4 from 3, 3 of 3 from the line, 19 points, 6 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals, 4 turnovers for Eric Bledsoe. Sterling Brown, 25 minutes, 2 of 2 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3-point range, Five points, four boards, an assist, a steal, a block, and one turnover. Let's talk about those coming off the bench. Pat Connaughton, two of six in 26 minutes, zero of three from three. Four points, five boards, two assists for Pat Connaughton. 23 minutes for George Hill, three of seven from the floor, one of four from three, four of four from the line. 11 points, five boards, five assists for George Hill. Ursan Ilyasova, 23 minutes, four of six from the floor. Three of four from three. He had the three ball going early on in this game to keep the Bucs in it early as Detroit was trying to pull away and weren't able to. Four of four from the line for Ursine. 15 points, two boards, and one turnover. 14 minutes for Nico Miritich. He hit three threes in this one. Three of five from three. Three of three from the line. 12 points and one rebound for Miritich. Four minutes for DJ Wilson. Had one three-point shot opportunity, and uh, he missed that one. Had two rebounds and an assist and one turnover. Uh, Frazier had two minutes of play, missed his only shot attempt, had a board and an assist. Uh, One minute for Tony Snell. Not sure why that was even worth it, but they did it. Uh, Anyhow, so 48.3% from the floor for Milwaukee. The Pistons, 38.5%. 14 of 38 uh, from three-point range for Milwaukee. 11 of 36 for Detroit. 18 of 24 at the line. 75% for the Pistons. 21 of 24. 87.5% from the line for the Milwaukee Bucks. They hammer them on the boards again. 52 to 44. Assist 24-21. Bucks advantage there. Turnovers 9 for Detroit. 15 for Milwaukee. And they still won by 16. Uh, 119 to 103. Uh, the numbers tonight as the Bucks beat the Detroit Pistons. All right, we already got people on hold. Let's get to you. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan, where to, Jeff Roloski? Let's go out to uh, Potawatomi and say hello to Stevie D. What's up, Stevie D and my cheesecakes? <laughs> What's going on? It's my birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, dude. How old are you, 24? I'm 52. Yeah, I was being nice. I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> What's up, man? I'm, I was down here watching the game and watching the Brewers at the same time because I used to be in the car. Uh, so I'm going to watch them. Then I'm going to play bingo to try to win on my birthday. Oh, I Pato. I've yet to win at Pato. Yeah, I've won some jackpots on the slot saying bingo. I've so never won on bingo. Never, ever, ever. You get um, your um, birthday day that you're born on free for the regular bingo game. So if you need that number to win, they don't have to call. It helps you win the bingo. Oh, Oh, I like that. I've never played on my birthday. 
Oh. You play your birthday, you get that number free through the regular game. Nice. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Yep. Yeah. Just like Bill Michael said, this this um this is gonna be a sweet, this is an easy series. Blake was you know supposed to inspire them to think that he's gonna do something, but you know, and he he's just like um LeBron. You notice how Blake playing? He bags down. He pushed that left hand. Yeah. He pushed you, and they don't they don't call it offensive foul. I don't, yep. They were doing a lot of hacking and wrestling, letting a lot of that stuff go with them. I'm, Bledsoe gets I'm, away with a lot of stuff, too, though. But one thing I'm concerned about, like, like you said, they playing Giannis, and, you know, you got the lead, just take them out of the game. Because I'm afraid when they're going to try to hurt somebody on purpose, and they're going to affect the rest of the um, playoffs for the Bucks. So, Bootenholder needs to look at that. You know, you see them ahead, just take Giannis out. I don't care if Giannis pout and get mad. You said you trust your coach, trust your coach. Come out the game. You don't need you no more. Get the role players in. Let them play. And the one person I'm glad hit for his narrative. We're going to need him for these series. I said, if he, can, I don't care if he got to start going to gym and start shooting to get his stroke back. We need him for this next series to um, go forward to get this NBA championship. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Miritich. If he gets going in the postseason and Ilya Sova gets going, and everybody talks about spacing, if those two are shooting the ball well from outside. This team is going to become even more dangerous in the postseason. Yep. Yep. Yo, I totally agree with you. Hey, man, Stevie, thanks for the call, man. Happy birthday. All right, thanks, Sparky. You betcha. Take care. All right, where to next, Jeff? Uh, let's go out to Franklin and say hello to Dan. Hello. What's up, Dan? Hey, so I want to start out by saying, like, I was really blown away by Ursan's performance tonight. I thought early on in the game the Pistons were going on a run. They just kept hitting threes, and then Ursan was just bringing us back in it. I think he had a, a string of, like, three three-pointers that he made there. But also, Spark, I just want to point out for you that I've been listening to this show for a long time. This is really sentimental for me, watching these bucks. But I want to point out for you, you guys need to bring back the Green and Growing remix as your theme song. Why? All right. He couldn't answer the question. Please bring it back. I said, why? And he hung up. So you don't have a good reason. You just like the song. I said, I get it. But aren't they growing? They they have grown. They're growing. They're, they're, they're growing. This, right here. This is it. I like the song, too. Don't get me wrong. But before the season started, when they said, okay, we're done with the Bradley Center, we're moving forward, I said, okay, let's do some different theme music. So I went to our music guy, uh, John McDonough. I said, hey, man, give me some music beds that we can use for postgame this year and change it up for, like, the different opens. He said, cool, love to. So he went through, and you can hear in all the opens throughout the season, it's been different music beds. And then it was Baby Tausch, who I asked one day, hey, man, Listen to all of them and tell me which one you think should be our music going forward for our promos and stuff. He picked the one that we use, and that's the one we've been using all year, and that's the one we'll continue to use going forward until further notice. It was the beginning of a new era this year. That's how I've treated it on the postgame show. That's how the organization has treated it moving into a new arena. You know, it's own the future. Well, now the future is now, even though they don't use that phrase, but that is technically what it is. So we made the... Uh, the distinction and the change, just like playing the celebration music. I said during the year, I'm not playing that celebration music after every win. I'm not doing it. 
after big wins during what I deem as big wins, then sure, we'll play it. This series? Come on. We all knew this wasn't going to be a series. There's no reason to play it here. Boston? You'll hear celebration. Philly or Toronto? Yes, you'll hear celebration. On the way to winning an NBA championship in the finals? Each win? You'll hear celebration. I'm not sure what I'll be able to deliver the night they win a championship, vocally, but you'll hear something. You'll be hoarse, but... I'm not sure what it'll be. (laughs) I might be in shock. I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. All right, uh, let's do... uh, Let's eye up the enemy here, and uh, we'll look and see what the Detroit Pistons did tonight as they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks 119-103. to Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, 119-103, look at the Detroit Pistons. Tonight, Blake Griffin did play tonight. Played fairly well, 27 points, 7 boards, 6 assists, a couple of steals, only 2 turnovers in 31 minutes, but it wasn't enough. The Detroit Pistons kind of listened to me at the beginning of this game. They decided they were going to feed the ball to Andre Drummond, feed the ball to Andre Drummond, feed the ball to Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. He was so bad in the first half of this game, first quarter specifically. Horrible. Horrible. He he's a good reason why they lost his basketball game, but he wasn't any good at all. Uh did rebound the ball. Dozen points, dozen rebounds, four steals, three blocks, two assists, but it's like of scoring early on hurt him. Reggie Jackson couldn't get his rhythm going either. He was six of fifteen. Nothing special there. Uh Ish Smith, four of thirteen for eleven points. And what happened to good old Luke Kennard? Did they decide that him being a not you know, he's not a Bucks killer because they can't beat the Bucks. But he seemingly always has good games against the Bucs, and he only had nine points tonight for the Detroit Pistons. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Bucks win 119-103. Still to come, it is the Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza play of the game. Plus, we'll have our defensive play of the game. We'll hear from Coach Budenholzer after this one. We'll check with Matt Velasquez, uh, who's at the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, watching this butt kicking the Bucks just performed all straight ahead here on The Fan. We know you can do that. Listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. <laughs> what play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. All right, so the Milwaukee Bucks over the Detroit Pistons, 119-103. See Sparky Fiverr, Jeff Orlovsky, chairman of the DJ Wilson Fan Club. Evan sits across the glass from us, taking your calls tonight. If you want to dial it up, get your reaction after the Bucks win tonight. Three games to nil now for the Bucks. They uh, look to sweep the series coming up on Monday night, and we'll be right back here Monday night again. You and me talking about a Bucks sweep, getting ready for Boston uh, next weekend. Boston getting ready to sweep the Indiana Pacers. Uh, as well, and both these series will be done in short order. Jeff Orlovsky, what have we decided, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin? I think it's Ursan Ilyasova delivering early. 45 points in the game. They lost the game. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Playoff Ursan. <laughs> ah, sports it. He has not hit the rim yet. That was Ursad's third three of the game at that point. Paschke and Marcus Johnson on the call, and Ursan Ilyasova feeling good about himself tonight, as was Nico Miritich. Both those guys 
uh, needed some uh, some good nights of basketball, and hopefully they'll get one more good night here on Monday night, and then it's time for Boston. They're going to need all hands on deck for the Boston Celtics series because I got a feeling that one's going six or seven. Uh, okay, Jeff Orlovsky, where are we going next? Uh, the beautiful south side of Milwaukee and Mike. Mike, you're on with Sparky. Hey, Sparky. I'll make it quick. I know you got a lot of calls. What's up? I, I know I called early in the week. I thought if they got Griffin back in there, they might steal a game at home. Uh, bust out the brooms, Bucks and four. And I know we talk about this every game. Putting Giannis back in, I'm speechless. We talk so much about this. Put Thon in, and I'll hang up and listen. Um, all right, thanks for the call. What do you say, Jeff? Uh, well, obviously not Thon. Because Thon plays for the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Uh, Did but... he not see the game tonight? Thon was out there quite a bit. Yeah, he was. In fact, uh, Thon Maker uh, tonight for the Detroit Pistons, since he brought him up, 11 minutes, 6 points, 1 of 1 from the field, 4 of 4 from the line, 1 block shot, 3 fouls for Thon Maker. Evan, did you talk to that dude before? Oh, he's on the phone already. I was just wondering if he had talked to that dude. Um, yeah, Thon Maker's not there. You know, no. There's quite a few people that don't know that Thon Maker's not a buck. Just last week, somebody told me they should play Thon Maker more. I said, he's not on the Bucks anymore. And they said, really? When did that happen? So that's, I always say it, you know, you core people that listen to our station obviously are on top of pretty much everything, right? Mm-hmm. But not everybody listens to Sports Talk Radio. Not everybody lives, breathes, and eats and sleeps Bucks, Brewers, and Packers, Badgers, and Marquette 24-7. So, yeah, they'll see a game here. Maybe it'll be a couple of weeks before they see another game. And maybe a couple more weeks before they see another game. They're not reading all the game stories. They're just a casual fan. Oh, yeah, Bucks are in the playoffs. That's good. I will tell you one thing that I've noticed. And I'd love to know if anybody else has had this happening to them. I had the child, the three-year-old, in a Giannis jersey and black jeans and a wearing a Bucks hat today. Okay. When we were out and about. Very fashionable. Multiple people. Three, I think. Said, hey, man, go Bucks, go. In the restaurant we ate at, the waiter was all sitting out, hey, man, go Bucks. I'm like, you're damn right, Gold Bucks. That's right. And I I swear to you, I, I've we've never, at least us as a family, have never had this where anybody's wearing any type of Bucks paraphernalia and anybody says boo to us about the Bucks. And today, for whatever the reason, we had like three, four people all saying go Bucks go just because he was wearing his I wasn't. You see what I'm wearing. Kay was wearing a brewer sweatshirt. He was wearing his Bucks stuff. So I was like, all right. I mean, you could the, to me, that's a sign that Bucks fever picking up a little bit. It is, and when I go out grocery shopping or you know anywhere, stores, school events with my kids, little league baseball games, the amount of Bucks gear is exploded. Yes. here in Milwaukee, yep. it is fantastic to see because before, you know, it would be a handful. If you see a sticker on a car, like oh, oh my God, there's a Bucks fan. Yep. Now it is. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. It's great. It is absolutely awesome. So if you've had any of those stories where, you know, having those moments where people are saying, you know, one Bucks fan to another, hey, man, hope the Bucks win tonight, whatever, that's the type of stuff you had. I had an incident at a grocery store uh, earlier. When was it? It would have been in, like, February. I think Marquette was in maybe in the conference tournament or just before the conference tournament. I was wearing my Marquette sweatshirt and had my jacket open in the grocery store. And somebody walking by goes, hey, man, go Marquette. Hope those Hauser boys do something. 
And we started talking. We walked away. And everybody's like, how do you know that dude? I'm like, I don't know. He just saw the Marquette sweatshirt and started talking to me. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know who the dude is. So I've had to have one with Marquette. I, we've never had to have one with the Bucks here until literally like today was the first time I think I've had it happen. All right, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan, Jeff, where to? The Palatial Estates of Brookfield and Matt, you're on the air with Sparky. What's up, Matt? Hey, Sparky. You know what's funny is uh, me and my buddy Nate, we were talking about that today, and we uh, we noticed how the Bucks have kind of done a 180. Now you see all of this Bucks scary. It's just a great feeling. Um, we've come a long way. I mean, the last time I remember somebody commenting on Bucks here was 2001. Uh, but I wanted to give you credit for your your uh, call earlier in the week on Ursan. Uh, some caller was dogging him and saying, you know, like, get him out of there. Yep. He said, you watch. Ursan's going to come up big. Somebody probably already touched on this, or maybe you did. but No, I didn't. And, all right, yeah, great call. I just turned on my radio, so. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening, and thanks for remembering anything that I said because I don't have to remember what I say. <laughs> um, yeah, I said that earlier in the week, uh, and that he definitely got going there uh, tonight. And Jim Paschke said it on the one highlight we played already: playoff first son. And this is why when everybody gets all mad at Ursan Ilyasova and he sucks, oh, why we have him and get him off the team and play. You watch all regular season, and he hasn't been the player you thought. Mirtich, since he's come back from injury, haven't been that good either. Now we're getting a little bit closer to Boston. He hit some threes tonight. Ursan hit some threes tonight. Folks, the only reason Ursan's on this team is for the postseason. The only reason Mirtich is on this team is for the postseason. That's it. There are no other reasons. They did not get Ursan Ilyasova to try and win 60 basketball games. They got Ursan Ilyasova because they know what he's done in the postseason in the past. They saw what happened for Philly last year, and they want to, to have that Ursan on the Bucks this year to help with spacing and three-point shooting. That's why he's here. So let's see what happens in the postseason the rest of the way. If he stinks against Boston and they lose the series, and he's one of the reasons why because he's a no-show, then you can get all mad and hot and bothered if Ursan and all you want. Like I said the last show, he, there's going to be a couple games where he's going to play really well, and you're going to be like, Ursan was the reason they won that basketball game. Now, when you win by these many points, nobody's going to go, well, Ursan's the reason they won that basketball game. But if you were watching this game early on or listening to it on the radio, you know Ursan helped kind of keep them there and right there point for point with these guys early on in this basketball game by hitting a couple of threes. And, again, at the end of the day, nobody's going to go back and say, oh, boy, those were big shots by Ursan because it was so early, but – and he was still hitting them, and you just want him to hit more of them once you get to, to Boston and Philly or Toronto or however this whole thing plays out. I really hate Philly, by the way. I just, man, oh, man. I, wanted, I think everybody's I right with you. I wanted Brooklyn to win that game so bad, and when Dudley went out, coincidence or not, all of a sudden, Ben Simmons started to find himself a little bit. Prior to that, I think Dudley was in his head, and Simmons was not was not having the same type of success that he had in the last game. Oh, I can't stand Philly. Uh, 119-103, Bucks over the Detroit Pistons. Let's do the defensive play of the game. And uh, it was funny, at that time, they'd given up 54 points. Ursan Ilyasova talking to Katie George at Fox Sports Wisconsin. is like, 54 points? Yeah, that's not where we want to be defensively. We have to step it up a little bit here in the second half. 
And they stepped it up enough to win by 16 points. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, back to Fox Sports Wisconsin we go. Paschke and Marcus Johnson with the call. Let's see what highlight we pick, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Griffin, air ball. Bledsoe has it. That's an inactivity rust kind of finish. Oh, Bledsoe. Oh, Bledsoe. Gosh, I said so. Oh, Bledsoe. All right, very good. Uh, that highlight, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, Paschke and Marcus Johnson. Got a uh, tweet here from Eric uh, up in Green Bay who listens all the time. Uh, tweets at the fan, uh, I was at the Packer Pro Shop for 15 minutes today, saw at least five people wearing Bucks gear. That's in Green Bay. You know, this whole thing about wanting to be statewide and everything else, love it. That is absolutely marvelous when you can see other parts of the state really, really uh, catching on. It really is. It's a, it's a good thing. All right, so the Bucks over the Pistons, 119-103. to Take a quick time out, get to a sports flash coming up on the other side. Uh, Mike Boonholzer talked already, right? Yeah, we'll hear from Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer up next. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com. Or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so the Bucks get the win over the Detroit Pistons. 119-103, C. Sparky Fiver, Jeff Orlowski, chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club. Evan, other side of the glass. All right, let's hear from Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer after the Bucks get a game three win and now lead the series three games to zero, looking for the sweep on Monday night. I think um, the thing that stands out to me, just the steadiness and kind of the, the will for, you know, the majority of the game. I thought Detroit came out, uh, played really well the first quarter, you know, firstly five, seven, eight minutes. We just kind of stick with what we do. Um, different guys making plays, different guys stepping up. And um, we're able to kind of manage that storm and actually have a lead at the end of the first quarter and then just maintain our focus and our effort um, really for the whole game. And uh, lots of different people stepping up and playing well. Uh, George off the bench. I just think Bled's defense and Bled's energy. Brooke, Chris, all those guys. Uh, just a really good overall team performance tonight. Detroit Free Press. Uh, you were talking about Brooke Lopez before the game. I saw in your pregame comments. Just speak about what makes him so tough for other centers to go up against because he's uh, Andre Drummond's had trouble with him in the past. Well, I mean, you know, the way he is just, you know, he's, he's not your conventional big. He's going to, you know, play around the perimeter a lot. His spacing is great. His ability to make threes. And then, you know, um, teams are trying to take that away putting smaller guys on him, bigger guys, and now he's taking it off the dribble, finishing in the paint, um, you know, getting all the way and finishing at the rim. And then, you know, in the pick-and-roll game, I think we're just on him to, you know, roll more and finish more in the paint, and he just keeps getting better and better at that, and our guys are getting better finding him. 
he's just uh he's a really skilled guy at the end of the day and um you know he, he helps us a ton but throughout this whole series we've always talked about you know a bench player having a big one in game one game two it just felt like airson those three threes in the first quarter really kind of steadied you yeah no i mean that's probably should part of the opening you know that they threw a big punch you know i thought they played really well out of the gate and airson comes in and hits the three threes in the first quarter I think, you know, that was a, you know, a big kind of stretch in the game where, you know, we didn't go into the first quarter down or finish the first quarter down. And Irsan felt good. Irsan played well. You know, he and George off the bench I thought were really great. So, um, but those threes were huge. Uh, what can it mean for you guys on a night where Giannis wasn't otherworldly? He still put up some numbers, but he wasn't at his peak. Just that you guys were able to still win by double digits and not... And be in control for a lot of the game. I mean, I think it's something, you know, we've been trying to build all year is, you know, we're a team that plays together. We're, you know, trying to take what the defense gives us. Um, guys have opportunities. Guys have uh, a lot of confidence to make plays. It's not just all about Giannis as, as amazing and great as he is. Um, so, you know, if and when we need more from other people. And, um, you know, I think it's a credit to Giannis to, uh, you know, to, I think let his teammates, you know, carry him some nights, carry him some stretches. And, uh, you know, I think he just loves this group. He loves playing with the guys. He loves to see them succeed. And, um, you know, it's, a, I think, a credit to him and a credit to the guys around him. But shortly after Giannis got his fourth foul uh, in the third quarter, it looked like you went over and talked to him a little bit. What was your message to him at that point? Yeah, it was actually a little bit more uh, just about some coverages that we were in and, just considering maybe changing a look um, and, you know, how did he feel about it and just making sure he and I are on the same page and then he could help Pearson and talk about what we wanted to do differently. It was, it was really, it wasn't that, uh, that exciting. Bud. Hi. Um, over over the, a couple of times over the course of the season, we've talked about how in the playoffs, kind of every X factor matters. You know, everyone has a certain baseline of talent, but there are little things that can separate the good from the great. And I'm wondering where you think your guys's professionalism and ability to just have this intense focus ranks in terms of things that help push you to the next level. Yeah, I mean, it's something. Can we maintain that focus? Can we maintain, you know? I guess professionalism, if that's the word you want to use, uh, that competitive spirit is what we talk about um, for the entire game, and it's not easy. You've got to do it longer than your opponent, and um, you know I would I would give our guys credit, but you know we still have another game. Uh, we've got to maintain that over the next day or two. You know, take a break tonight, get a meal, and um, at some point fill your cup back up and get ready for uh, game four. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. Oh, I can't wait to get back on the air for the big show on Monday. I cannot wait. In fact, I kind of wish this was a Brewers Pulse game show. Because I, I just, this Grandal Manny Pena thing. Mike Vasallo, PR director for your Milwaukee Brewers, tweeted out how good they are with Manny Pena. They're five and zero, and whatever the ERA is, like two 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 or something stupid, minuscule, uh, minuscule. Yeah, with with him catching him, I literally just retweeted it. Put this, sign my name, 
Man, you should see all these people on Twitter right now. They are just besides themselves. Like, oh, Grandel's hitting this. Like, what? why would you even consider doing such a thing? Da, da, da. Oh, they're all fired up. Oh, I just can't wait to get back on there on Monday. Talk Brewers on Monday. Can't wait. Plus, we'll have draft coverage all week long. I got, I went and I booked a ton of draft guys, me and Baby Tausch, for this week, all week long. Plus, we're at Q Club of Wisconsin on Thursday for the uh, Wendy's Big Show. Plus, we'll be there for the draft show afterwards with uh, Gary Ellerson and Bill Michaels in the statewide network on Thursday night, too, for both the picks, 12 and 30 for the Green Bay Packers. So, if you're an NFL draft guy and you love that stuff, Big Show, we got you locked in all week long there. Uh, if you're a Brewers fan, we'll be having some Brewers stuff. We'll have some Buck stuff. Uh, it's going to be a fun week. This is always a fun week leading up to the draft, especially when they've got two picks in the first round, one of which is really good at 12. So that should be fun. All right. So the Bucks get the win tonight over the Detroit Pistons, 119-103. to X-Factor of the game. It's funny. That question just got uh, brought up uh, to Coach Budenholzer uh, about this team. To me personally, the X-Factor tonight was the bench play. I mean, to be able to get what you got out of Ursan. 15 points, 12 out of Miritich, 11 out of George Hill. That really helped. And you were able to do all of this with Giannis not having a great game tonight. And that was brought up by Big Dog 45, tweets at the fan. Giannis was probably his worst game all season, and they had no impact. This team is, in capital letters, deep. Once Brogdon is back, there's no stopping them. Big Dog 45 uh, tweeting at 105.7 FM. The fan, I completely agree. When, if Well, this is what we don't know. We don't know what Brighton's going to look like when he is back, right? We don't we don't know how sharp Brighton's going to be. It's taken Mirtich a little while to shake some rust off and get back in the flow of things for him. We don't know how long it's going to take Brogdon to shake some rust off and get back in the flow for him in this Boston series. Now, this last game in Detroit, uh, and then you're going to get probably off until Saturday or Sunday would be my guess before you play Boston. So if Brogdon really needs that extra time, then obviously you don't play him Monday. If, I would imagine that that series won't start till Sunday. You would think that the NBA, being you know uh, the number one seed in the East with Milwaukee and the draw that the Celtics are, that they would want that as kind of the marquee matchup on Sunday. I want primetime basketball. Don't take us out of primetime. I know everybody's all about, well, we're, if we're not at 2 in the afternoon on Sunday, then who cares? Let me tell you something. If you really believe in your heart of hearts that there are more people watching TV at 2 in the afternoon than there are at 7 o'clock at night, you are out of your damn mind. It may make you feel good, but trust me, there's a reason why American Idol is on Sunday night at 7 o'clock and why everybody else puts all their great programming on Sunday night. Want to know why? Because the kids have to go to school the next day. Everybody's just had Sunday dinner. The weekend's wrapping up. Relaxing a little bit before you go to work the next day. People are sitting at home and watching TV on Sunday night. You want to know what people are doing on Sunday afternoon? They're out doing stuff if the weather is nice. They're going to the Brewer game. They're going to the zoo. They're grilling outside, doing yard work, especially next weekend. People will be doing yard work if it's weather. weather is nice outside. Little League Baseball is going on, so you got all that stuff going on. Get out of here. Your afternoon games. I, just give me prime time on Sunday night. Give me prime time. This last series was perfect. Just 7 o'clock start every game of the series and keep Giannis in prime time. I think that's what they're going to do. I do. And I think that second game will always be Golden State. If they have their druthers, I think the Bucks will be at 7, Golden State will be at 9.30, whatever it is, and that's how it will line up through the playoffs. And you'll see the Bucks on TNT probably almost all the time would be my guess. Uh, okay, uh, now we got to go to the drive of the game. 
This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, here we go. Drive of the game. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Paschke. I almost said Emma Glocklin, but it's Paschke and Marcus Johnson uh, on the call. And let's see what uh, Jeff and Evan cooked up for this one. And our Bucks fans happy it did. Bledsoe, yes. Wow. Great basket. Wow. Like a broken field runner, a la Emmett Smith, a la Barry Sanders. Just find your way to the end zone. Touchdown, Bledsoe. Touchdown, Bledsoe. Man, Marcus Johnson, you could... I don't know if anybody else thinks this or not. And maybe Marcus Johnson would disagree with me. Man, he seems a lot more relaxed, having a lot more fun. Like, he is feeling himself right now lately. Hey, you agree with me on that? 100%. 100%. You agree too, Evan? 100%. He's, right? I mean, he was good to start with, but the Correct. playoffs, the last like stretch of games, he's been incredible. Yes, he's totally just having fun, no pressure. This boy, man... He is getting good. Once, As once a his fan, name. This is what I want. Once his name went up into the rafters, you know, yes. I don't know if that was a weight off his shoulders. Could be. But it seems like, you know, he's rejuvenated. He's having a blast. blast. You can feel it yes. through the TV. It is. It's amazing. It is awesome. I mean, this is what I wanted. This is, And I liked him before. Like Evan said, I thought he was fine before. Now he's kind of taking it to a whole different level. Now he's up. He's up at super fan level, which is where I want my analyst to be. He's at super fan level. I don't want my analyst to be talking. And, and uh, what a great play there by Giannis with a dunk. Oh, that was a great play. Don't do that. I, I don't want to listen to that crap. I want to listen to the guy going nuts, McLaughlin going nuts, right? Euchre going crazy, uh, Marcus Johnson going crazy. That's what I want. The guy that you feel like they're as invested into the product as you are as invested into the product as a fan, and that is what you get from Marcus Johnson. The Marcus Johnson now is what I think we were all hoping for when they signed Gus Johnson originally. Uh, Bad. I, I don't want to talk about Gus Johnson. One nineteen to one oh three bucks over the Pistons. It's a, I I just I prefer just to not talk about it on the air. Uh, not not anymore. I, I've I've talked about Gus Johnson enough. He's not here anymore. He does a fine job doing nationally televised games. Uh, I get along with Gus Johnson fine. I wasn't a fan of him doing the local broadcast for the Bucks necessarily uh, before it was all said and done. But nationally televised games of any sport, he's really good. Uh, all right, let's go forward thing. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. 119-103 bucks over the Detroit Pistons. Forward thinking. What will you be doing when the Bucks sweep the Pistons on Monday night? Because that's what's going to happen, folks. Blake Griffin is back. If you thought it was going to be close because they had Blake Griffin, well, you're wrong. It's still not close. And it's not going to be close on Monday night either. Because if I know me some Giannis, he's going to take this game tonight and just go nuts the next game. That would be my guess. Bucks win 119-103. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll track down Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel up next. This guy's on the inside. 
after every game. Listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, 119-103, Bucks over the Detroit Pistons. We'll get to Matt Velasquez, but first we have to bring Bonamago Jr. on the line, uh, who uh, former employee of, of the fan here. Great dude. Former Big, employee of the Milwaukee Brewers as well. You're a former employee of everywhere, really, Bonamago. You just got, you know, you're the employee of all. Uh, so what's up, dude? Uh, this was great. This was the only game I was worried about tonight, and they took care of business real quickly, so... I think on Monday we'll be popping champagne and celebrating a 4-0 sweep. Yeah, I agree. And this was the game that that I don't know if I was worried about, but this is the game you figured they were going to get their best punch. First game at home Correct. for the Pistons. They'd have some energy coming out early, and they did. They had some energy. Ilyasova let the Bucks kind of stay in it a little bit, and then they pulled away, and it, it, it was done. Any sort of it was perfect. So Monday they'll go away. They'll win the game running away, and – on to the Celtics. On to the Celtics next week, and I totally agree. Hey, man, have a good week. Have a good holiday. Take it easy. You betcha. There he is. That's one of my favorite dudes, man. He's a good dude. All right, Matt Velasquez, another one of my dudes, joining us on the great Midwest Bank Hotline. Uh, your job must be really boring at this point in this series. I mean, do you just find yourself daydreaming at times watching this game? No, I mean, it's not that bad, but, I mean, I did say before game one, like, kind of just get me to round two, um, and, and the series has, uh, fulfilled everything I thought um, at that time. Uh, but, you know, it's playoff basketball. It's, and I'm not complaining about it in any way. And, you know, it will be fun when we get to round two. I'm telling you, they're going to keep playing with fire. And if you know me, I always say you play with fire line, you're eventually going to get burned. And you you put Giannis back in that game again tonight. You pulled him at the nine-minute or so mark. He had no reason to come back. And the game was done. And you throw him right back in that game again. I Matt, I'm telling you, eventually it could burn him, and it's going to cost him the playoffs if something happens. Yeah, I think part of the reason they brought him back in is because, you know, he, he had a kind of a frustrating game, and you kind of want to leave on maybe a better note, um, not not take that, that frustration with you. You know, he was held in check for a lot of the night, uh, had those four fouls, had a, had a handful of turnovers. Um, it wasn't, you know, crazy otherworldly Giannis that we're used to seeing. This was, you know, a more mortal version, um, you know, but – he comes back in. It hasn't hurt me. He's played a really low number of minutes overall in this series, um, just trying to kind of break him out of what was going on there through a lot of the game. And, and maybe you're playing with fire, but you know if you're playing your best player 28 minutes at a playoff game, you're calling that player with fire. It's like, well, okay, uh, that's not the worst thing in the world. Do you I know what? Say. This is my thing, Matt. I, I, if I was Boonholzer or a member of that coaching staff and he's frustrated, I'd go over to him. I'd be like, hey, man, look, you you know didn't have a great game, right? And he's like, yeah. But guess what? Look at your teammates, man. Middleton had 20. Brooke had 19. Bledsoe had 19. Look what Ilya Silva Mirtich did tonight. Dude, we're killing this team. And you didn't have a great game, dude. Relax. Your guys can carry you when you're not there. And in games when they're not there, you carry them. So just chill, man. It'll be fine. We play again on Monday night. We'll get the sweep and we'll be done with this. I think that's just... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I asked him about it at that in the locker room. I said, hey, a couple of the biggest runs, the most important runs of the game came with him on the bench. Right. And how do you feel watching that when you're on the bench? He said, oh, I love it. Like, I'm happy to see these guys doing this stuff. They're playing through Chris, and, and guys are playing defense around the floor. And, you know, he, he loves that, you know, to have that depth. You know, in the past, like, if Giannis didn't play well, this is last year, you know, these numbers in any game, not just a playoff game, they'd be in trouble. But there have been a lot of games this year. I mean, not a lot, but there have been a, a decent number of games this year, you know, where Giannis hasn't been, 
you know, just lighten it up. And even in those games, you know, they actually have a pretty good record. It's not going to lose in every game that Giannis doesn't play well. You know, they actually, you know, they can hold their own. They have this depth. And it's been a hallmark of what they've been doing all season. And he's thrilled for it. But at the same time, you know, he is a competitive guy. He wants to get out there. He wants to play well. And if that's not happening, you know, he's he's not, like, frustrated to the point of, like, it being a problem. But, you know, you want to end on a, on a high note, just like anybody does. Well, the other thing about tonight is Miritich and Ilya Silva both get going a little bit. And if these two guys are going in the playoffs, this team's really going to be tough. Oh, absolutely. You know, when it comes to uh, Ursan, you know, coming in three for three on three in the first quarter, uh, that was a big part in them going, you know, Giannis was scoreless in the first quarter, and he had nine points there, um, helping them, you know, own a, an eight-point advantage heading into the second. You know, that, that's, you know, big stuff coming off the bench and immediately being hot. Uh, Miritich, you know, his, his time on the court, you know, they were generally minus in his time off the court, which they have been throughout this series. But, you know, going three for five on threes and just seeing those shots go in, um, it's going to help him. And he already is confident. I wrote about that earlier. But, you know, he he's still confident. It's not like he, he missed a bunch and he lost confidence. He still got that. But just seeing him go in, now it stretches the defense a little bit more, makes them respect him a little bit more, and, and kind of just, you know, gets that good feeling where he's flowing a little bit. Um, so those guys, if they're doing the kind of stuff like they did tonight, you know, especially when you add in Ursan's defense and, and the way that he's just solid right. on that end, it makes them that much harder to beat. Yep. Matt, thanks so much for coming on. We'll talk to you after the sweep on Monday night, my friend. All right. Sounds good. There is Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel joining us in the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local, common-sense lending to your community since 1935. Who's banged up on the bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, so the Bucks get the win, 119-103. Next up, Monday night, Bucks Pistons will be on the air right away after that game as well. Injury report, we know what we know, right? Snell is back, obviously healthy enough to play the last minute of the game tonight, so he's good to go for game four of this series. Brogdon still expected back for the Celtics series. So full guns a-blazing for the Celtics series as long as Brogdon can play and everybody seems to think he's ready for Boston. It's going to be a fun one, folks. So we'll talk about another Bucks win on Monday night. Don't forget, tomorrow... Uh, we got the uh, Pella Windows and Doors uh, of Wisconsin on deck show tomorrow at noon. Then, of course, we'll have the Bayview Shade and Blinds post game show following that one with the franchise Tim Allen tomorrow afternoon. Bucks win 119 to 103. CBS Sports Radio's up next. Have a good night. Toodles. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.